Family from the Heart podcast episode number 110. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here each and every week to hopefully entertain, maybe bring a little education, certainly a little bit of encouragement in the area of just day-to-day life, my friends. Stephanie. Yes. What's Why are you in such a good mood today? Which, by the way, I'm so excited to smile. No, I am very excited to see a very smiley face on my wife no, before we just, hit record for the show. I was thinking that, um, you know, for the last several weeks, I have the amazing urge to like, are you ready? Yeah. Square dance every time you play that music, <laughs> <laughs> which would be very uncool. <laughs> Because the last time I was, um, I was a senior in high school. I was fooling around with some friends. We were on a, um, we were on a school trip for choir. We were um, competing in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we heard some four square music off in the distance. And we started having a good time in the parking lot. And I twisted my ankle, yes, really, really bad. It was black, green. I mean, every color of bruise that you could think of was on my foot and we had to walk information and on stage and it was, I had to put my shoe on, which it was, it was just bad. So I will never ever, you know, do four square again, <laughs> but or square dancing again, but it, it definitely gives me the urge to nice. So that's all. There you go. So well, Steph- that, no, I'm just in a, the sun is shining. The sun is shining. The skies are blue I mean, and I have not been outside on. yet, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, I cannot wait until after this episode, you and I are going to lunch. We're going to go buy some tickets to a special viewing of a certain thing at the theater tonight. I know. You want to tell people what that is? Um, Well, if I had a clue what it was, I would. I know that it's an interview. Yes. With Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. Yes. Is it just about the finale or is it about the... I think it's about Lost. I mean, I can assume... Is it about the show... I think it'll be just overall just them talking about the creative process of um, of this of the show. Okay. I don't think it's just going to be about the finale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know. All I know is it's going to be Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and it's going to be broadcasted live via satellite and you and I are going to go see it. I'm really excited about going to see it. I really am. Oh, you know, we need to go. Of course, we're buying our tickets at lunch. And as soon as we get them, I need to call my mom to let her know what time. What time, right? (laughs) What time to watch the kids for us tonight, which is going to be cool. Yes, I'll watch your kids. Just tell me what time to be there. Yep. Okay. Um, We we do have to make a detour. We're going to have to take Megan some Tylenol at school. Oh, okay. Um, Dodgeball. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so we just got a call right before. Right before we came downstairs. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got a call. I only answered it because it said the the kid's school name and um, it was Megan and they um, somebody threw the dodgeball at her head and her her glasses are bent. And so she's not wearing them because she doesn't want to. Let's see. I took her the other day to adjust them. At, at Walmart, and they told her not to try to fix it on her own. So she didn't put them back on. She's waiting until I can take her to have them fixed. But um, so she's not wearing them and she has a headache. Right. So here's what I did, being the great podcaster that I am. I said, drink nice. the water that, that Miss Vicky is giving you and, and go back to class and call me in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's what I told her. But it's also that will be closer to the time that she eats lunch. And so right. she's not taking, you know, Tylenol on an empty stomach or anything. And so we just have to take her some Tylenol. All right. So I'll just drop you off at the door and you can. Dr- yeah, I'll just in. run it in and I'll leave it with Vicky and she'll call her down. And sounds good. Yeah. Well, it's not good funny. that her glasses are bent yet <laughs> no, again. I'll tell you what, this thing. is a crazy thing with they need indestructible glasses for kids. <laughs> they need to not make kids with glasses to play dodgeball. <laughs> That's okay. what they need to Sorry, do. Sorry, you cannot play dodgeball. You have four eyes. <laughs> you know, it's just 
Or, okay, so maybe the kids just shouldn't throw the ball at somebody's head. Yeah, that's the part of the fun of dodgeball. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See how far you can bounce it off somebody's head. So anyway. So uh, a lot of other things going on in the Ravenscraft household um, this week. Of course, we're planning for a huge event where we have people coming from all over the U.S. And uh, our friend Winnie is coming from Belgium. Yes, she is. And we have several other people from the local area who are coming to uh, celebrate the series finale of the TV show Lost. And I'll tell you what, the folks who are coming from around the world are not the only people who are coming to celebrate the final episode of Lost, but we have three little people in our home who are <laughs> celebrating that Lost is almost over. Oh, they are so excited. It is hilarious. They're, Megan was already... Okay, so she knew going into Tuesday night that that was the, twos, the last Tuesday episode of Lost. Okay, she knew that she was ecstatic about it. And um I think more happy that we're not watching the finale here, you know. She's so excited that that we're going to leave and go watch it somewhere else. And um but last night we're sitting upstairs and she's she is planning out next Tuesday's night of television. Nice. <laughs> she's like, "So, what do we get to watch next Tuesday? What what's on the DVR or what's going to be on the DVR?" It was hilarious. They um they are quite excited. I I'm, I'm not sure which one it was, but one of them actually said, "Yay, Lost is ending. We're going to get our parents back." Yeah, that's probably Matt. Uh but you know, it, it, for them it is it is a big thing because it takes up two nights a week. It, it has taken up two nights a week. It takes Do up you know, Tuesday evening. Just until like last week, Megan thought there were two episodes of the show on each week. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Then how come you guys how come you guys record twice if if it's only on once?" because there's a lot to talk about there's lots to talk about and of course you know saturday evening the saturday evening's the one i mean usually tuesday evening is not too bad but it's the saturday evenings that you know kids don't have school on sunday you know we used to usually during the summer we that's our family night we stay up late and have fun and just enjoy one another and of course you know during lost it's you know hey kids bedtime's at nine o'clock not all the time sometimes i let them stay up and watch tv and um you know as long as they're quiet and don't um don't interrupt. But but I think that I think that next Saturday they are gonna want to like really just chill out. Yeah. And and, and to be honest well, with actually, you. Actually, and they'll get that because we'll be in Tennessee. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm so excited we'll to be, be away. Yes. Yeah, so we are planning a trip to uh, the lake house and I'm gonna and try to relax as much as possible. Although I am taking the video camera down and gonna record some stuff, um, business related items that I think will be very useful uh, moving forward. I can't mention what those are, but uh, I'm excited about recording some video content down right. in the Smokies. Right. Now, this this trip is strictly um, recreational, right? For, for you guys. For, well, right. For, I meant for for our family. Right. Okay, you're yeah. going to go do other things, but you do that anyway. Yeah. Actually, I might be sewing a curtain for your mom, I think. There I you know. go. Um. I'll have to check with her about that and find out if I need to pack my machine or something. Um, but didn't you talk about like one time over the summer, we're going to go like place to live scouting. Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. Okay. Now when I brought it up to you, I told you, I know in my heart that this is our next move. Yes. And so yesterday or when, when, when we had said, okay, we'll do that, you know, when Megan gets out of fifth grade or whatnot, um, which you were fine with until you realized she was just finishing the fourth grade. I know. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is happening pretty quick. And so anyway, here's the thing is that um, I called Sarah and I told her, I'm so excited. I can't just tell you how much peace I have in my heart about this decision. And just knowing that this is the right move for my family. And will you pray for us as we, as we prepare and, and plan and, um, and all these things. So yesterday I had lunch with Sarah Yeah, and she said, so are you guys still, you know, planning on, on moving to Tennessee? And I said, you know, my husband was really just banking on my indecision. <laughs> and the one, to, once I made a decision, now he's all like, I don't know. <laughs> and scared. I said, so maybe I just need to give him a little time to continue to recover 
from the first huge step of faith that we took in yeah. in creating this business and and doing this full time before he's actually ready. I said, but I'm going to give him a certain amount of time. And if he's not ready, I'm leaving without him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, here's the thing. I, you know, I, I, when I actually sat down and, and like visualized living in a different area, I visualized the fact that, you know, we, our family would not have any connections to anybody probably wherever we go. I mean, obviously we'd still have our social networking, you know, connections. That's not true. What? That we would have no connections or that we couldn't meet new people. Well, I didn't say that we couldn't meet new people, but here, I'm not saying that this is right. I'm just telling you that there is a level of comfort of knowing everywhere how to get everywhere I want to go here. I know. <laughs> okay, but you only go from upstairs to downstairs, so what's the big deal? It's the whole question. It's a whole question of the if I wanted to. The, the, the GPS lady turns on every time I turn on the car, so... You, the, again, no excuse. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's Chipotle here, and well, we will definitely move somewhere when there's a Chipotle. I know, I know. It, 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 I, it, it, I did not expect you to be on board so immediately, and I was, I was hoping that I would have to convince you, and in the process, convince me. But the problem is, is I never got a chance to convince me that this was the right decision oh. because I didn't get to convince you, and that's how things work. You know, I don't, I, I make things have worked. (laughs) I make rash decisions and you say no and I convince you. And while I'm convincing you, I'm coming up with reasons. Like how it was going to save us money to buy a new car. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And when I, which didn't work by the way. No, it didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. And what? Yeah. I'm just saying that I didn't get the chance to convince myself. And then all of a sudden the reality of, okay, this is a decision is like, okay, we're going to do this. I actually put my, you know, I'm sitting here occasionally I'll drive here, I'll drive there. And I'm like, man, I I wouldn't be able to drive here if we didn't live here. I wouldn't be able to go to this. Here's the thing. It's really, really occasionally. (laughs) Okay. Well, hold on a second. Who, Who watches our kids for us a majority of the time? Our parents. Okay. How often is that going to happen if we live three or four hours away? When we leave them for overnight trips, when we go away. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're going to be more likely to keep our kids for longer periods of time when they don't see them as often. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it, it hospitals, you know, I'm very confident in the hospitals that we have. Locally. <laughs> I, I know this is ridiculous, right? Here's the thing, people in about a year from now, we're not moving anywhere except to a new house in the same Northern Kentucky area that we've lived in our entire lives. That's not true. It's not true. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, That's right. We're going to stay exactly where we are <laughs> because Cliff told me the other day, we don't need a new house, which is true. We don't need we a don't new house. We don't need a new house. Um, it's and I will say again, I think it's somewhere between a need and a want. I think it's I and, think it's right um, dead center in a in a want. You think it's right? Dead I think center it's dead center in a want. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm not going to argue it with you. I, okay, fair enough. But uh, but it, it it is a desire. I will say it's 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 right there with desire. And I don't want I, I don't want a huge house. I can I can barely keep up with the house that I have. Yeah, and and nation saying, do you need a new office or a new studio? And the answer to that question is no. Do, what do I desire a new office and a new studio? Absolutely, there's no question. But is it? But I'm very cautious you know of call, call, calling something a need when it's not a need. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not calling it a need. I know yeah. that it's a desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying that it, it's every. Every day that our kids get older, uh-huh. it's moving more closer to a need. I doubt. I I, I disagree with that. I, I know you do. That's fine. But, but but that's okay because in a year I'm leaving you here and I'm moving to Tennessee, so it really doesn't matter. Here's the situation: are there are there major benefits of having a bigger place? Yeah. There is no question about that. But the fact that other places have far exceedingly greater benefits than where we are doesn't mean that. That's a need. Right. It, 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 I know that. Benefits do not equate need. I know that. Okay. I do. And I'm not afraid of dreaming big. I'm not. And and in fact, I, I'm, I'm all about dreaming big. But the, the question is, is do I want to dream that? I mean, what, what dream do I want to dream? Right. And I, was, I wasn't expecting you to immediately jump right on board. <laughs> I mean, it's this, this is one where, I, where literally I thought... 
there's no way Stephanie is ever going to be down with this. And so I bring it up to that you and say, funny. And it's like, okay, th- this is weird. And How I'm many- not opposed to moving, by the way. I know. I'm just working out some issues with visualizing. Right now, I have a hard time visualizing us living permanently well, in another doing, area. You couldn't visualize us taking three children to Kings Island until the day that we got up and we did it. You couldn't visualize us bringing Matthew home from the hospital until the day that we had to do it. Right. You couldn't visualize loving two children or two daughters or, you know. That was the hardest thing in the world. I know. I know. But, hello, five years later, you're doing it. Yeah. It's it's one of those, you don't know what you can do until you force yourself to do it. Okay, but... I, it, and okay, but I'm still going to argue your point because... I am not going to argue. you're right. I'm not going to argue. I'm, I'm just saying that... You're not going to know what it looks like. I, Until you're in the midst I, of it. I no, I believe, okay, here's what I want to say. I believe you can visualize things. And until you visualize them, you won't you won't act on it. Okay. All right. And and that that's that's the case for me. I believe I have to visualize. I have to actually see myself doing it okay. before I believe. I have to believe that this is something I desire and I want to do. I have to visualize me doing this before I take actions to get me to that place. Right. You know, and, and this is, I mean, now I'm going to mention a book here that necessarily isn't the best, you know, book in the world, but it's one that's definitely had some impact. Um, the name of the book is called Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Very, it's, it's, it's very, I don't know. It's, it's very new age-ish. Okay. All right. Um, very old book, but it's very new age-ish, such as, you know, the whole ethos of the universe and the, anyway, all this other stuff, it doesn't attribute very much to God at all. And it's all about, you know, how we have so much, you know, energy and, and stuff like that. But there are some principles in this book that I totally know to be true. And, and I have experienced through this business, you know, it's, it's setting goals and, and believing that you will achieve these things. And, and when you actually get your mind to agree that this is a reality, that's not only possible, that it's, that there is no other option than to achieve this, then what that does is it automatically causes your subconscious to, to creatively create new ways of achieving that reality. And so right now I'm having a hard time getting the creative juices of what it's going to take for us to actually build up the income and to build up the desire to to want to do all the things that I mean when I move if we move across state lines it's not just moving our family it's I not know. just finding a new home it's not just wondering who our kids are going to you know what, all of this stuff it's, it I mean the whole business and the legal mm-hmm. ramifications of changing tax laws and all this I mean there's a lot to this and I'm and what I'm saying right now is it's just all so overwhelming that I really have to visualize and understand why is it that I want to do this. And when I actually am convinced that this is what I want to do, it's at that point in time that I think it's like, OK, well, forget it. I know there's obstacles in the way, but now I know that this is something that is definitely a goal. This is something I'm definitely going to do. There is nothing that's going to there is no obstacle that will be too big to keep me from doing this when I get there, then I'm ready to go. But I will tell you that I haven't been able to get myself to convince myself that this is absolutely the, the right move for our family right right now. Okay. But I'm not saying because I said, you know, it's the whole, here's the thing is that I thought you had, uh huh. I I thought you were there and we made this, this, we talked about it and we talked about it in detail and, um, you know, I was, was dreaming. Well, here's the thing is that I thought that we had. And then when the kids brought it up again, dad's like, oh, mm, I don't know. And I'm thinking like, this is the whole birth control in the garbage can thing all over oh again. Gosh. You know, it's the whole you can't. I, I just, how long will it take you to picture something? It, it, it depends. That's a story for a whole nother day. <laughs> the, the birth control in a garbage can. That is hilarious. You guys, if you want to know that story, you'll have to call that in and say, hey, tell us this story. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so that's funny. I was just I, don't I know, thought I'm not that you saying, were there. I'm not I'm not saying that it's not going to be a reality and I'm not saying it's going to be 20 years down the road. It, 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 it is a it is a it is a possibility. And I will say that currently it's it's pretty near likely pretty near likely it's pretty near likely (laughs) all right so here's the thing here's what else is happening with the ravenscrift not only is lost ending but so is 
a whole stage of our life. Yeah. Another whole stage of our life. Right. And that is that um, McKenna just finished preschool. Mm-hmm. Just our our baby just graduated from preschool. And, our little girl. And well, she, she's my baby. We're, we won't go into that. But um, although need, I don't, you need to stop that. I don't call her that. I, I, I don't know. say that to her. You actually, I think you need to sometimes, but not nearly mind, as much you, as I do. I think in your mind, you need to start thinking of her as the little girl. Oh, she has some pretty hefty expectations on her. I, I think I think of her as a little girl. Okay, good. Okay? But um. So anyway, it's just, it's a whole stage of life that is over for us and that she, you know, she is so excited. Although I don't think that she understands what, um, the length of, of time between her last day of school tomorrow and going to the elementary school in the fall, which she calls it the fall. She doesn't understand the amount of time that that will be. But that's all she's talking about is when I go to Megan and Matt's school in the fall. Yeah. In the fall. And so it's just, it's so fun to see her excited about, about being a big girl. Yeah. And going to kindergarten and what all that means. But at the same time, it's, it's over. Yeah. The preschool days are over. Um, You know, the preschool days weren't so, weren't so sad. Uh, you know, I, 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 I really, I did not miss, you know, I remember the, you know, the diaper stage being over. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. But you know, the fact that we'll never have to change diapers again, totally awesome. It is cool. You know, that we'll never have to potty train again. Yeah. That is cool. I will say it's going to be nice not to have to pay for private uh, preschool. Yeah. That'll be kind of nice. One of the things we are talking about is if we do end up moving that we might possibly be even more. Uh, leading towards uh, some form of homeschooling right. or online schooling and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, something that we've just considered, but uh, you know, so, so there would obviously be that cost. See, now that I can picture yeah. that I can see. Mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Can you see that happening here? No. Okay. Why? That's see, that's what I want to know. Why? Because this is the way I've always known it here. Okay. Uh, uh, there are there are i'm just being honest there are some days when i can there are some days when absolutely i wake up and i can you know see the computer in the corner and you know mad at the kitchen table doing his work and megan on the computer doing her work and you know mckenna driving us all crazy and (laughs) megan mckenna driving us all crazy i love that and um there are some days when i can see that happening here yeah but I totally get the idea of, you know, wanting to if we're going to if we're going to change something so drastic about the way we do our lives as a family that actually doing it in a new place seems easier because because, again, you're right. It's like we have habits. We have routines here. It's like, you know, we certain it's just it's just the atmosphere. And this is this is what we've always known. And to introduce something new into the same. it's like it's like it would be new wine in this old wineskin. Right. No, I get it. But I'm going to tell you that another reason that I can't picture it here is is your fault. OK. And that's because you always say not here, not here, <laughs> yeah, not here. I don't want um, all the neighbor kids to be going, hey, Matt, why don't you go to school anymore? And, yeah, you know, I, that and was so an issue. I think that that is a, another big part of why I can't picture it here. It's because you, I mean, that's what you say. Yeah. It's not here. <laughs> it's all my fault. It's all your, everything's your fault. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, I did, Steph. How many years have we been married? We're going on 14 We're years. We're going on 14. So yeah. I, I realized a long time ago it was all my fault. Okay, good. Just Good. just a few short months. I'll tell you what, um, real quickly, let's just shift quickly. shift gears here. Uh, talk real briefly about the fact that uh, somebody a long time ago told us we must absolutely have to see the movie The Ultimate Gift. Right. We've been told that by several different people. Several people have said this. We actually got that movie from Netflix and <laughs> watched it. We and did. it was a decent movie. It was. Decent I, movie. I really enjoyed um, Drew Fuller, who I love from... Um, First from Charmed and then from Army Wives. And so to see him play, I, I already had a connection with the actor. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm glad that that part was played by somebody I knew. Right. I really I really liked the story. Mm-hmm. I did. And um, of course, who doesn't love James Garner? <laughs> yeah, right? James, James Garner is awesome. 
the one thing the one thing that I felt like this is I felt like I was watching just a Christian version more a more Christian version of Brewster's Millions. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right, I do. Yeah, I, you had said that. I, it was it was a it was very Brewster's Million, you know, uh, yeah. Millions kind of deal. Um, but, but that's okay because but it they was remake un- movies all the time. Yeah, but this, but I will say this: it was unique, and it actually had a much better storyline to it. Yeah. And and I, I will say this: I we watched as a family, and I, I would say it's probably one of the better family movies that we've ever watched together. It was it was a very good, entertaining movie, and and I think it turned out extremely well. And who was the little girl that played in it? Oh, that was Abigail Breslin, wasn't it? Uh, I was, guess. Was that her? She oh, was amazing was in this movie. She was the she was what made the movie. I loved her little attitude. Her mm-hmm. little I mean, she had just like this spunk. This little spunk and I loved it. Yeah. So it was it was fantastic. So Well, I really I'll tell you what, it. if you guys haven't seen it, the movie is the ultimate gift. It is definitely worth seeing and has a very good message to it and uh there, it was, yeah, it was great. I just want to say thank you to all those of you who had uh, recommended that we see the movie. I would uh, definitely consider doing that. It's the ultimate gift. Yes. All wow, right. she has five movies in. Okay, wait, hold on. One, two, two in post-production, two in pre-production, one in production. Nice. <laughs> she's a busy little girl. She is a busy little girl. <laughs> she's only, she's 14 years old. I mean, like, that's, that's still... Cool. Hey, we're going to read uh, Emma's email here uh, near. It'll be the last thing that we cover, but I have a couple other questions that have come in okay. for family from the heart. Okay. Jeremiah writes in and he asked this question. At what age should you allow your daughter to go on a date with a boy alone? <laughs> Never. I, I have two. <laughs> I have two daughters. My oldest is going to turn 15 this year and she is really into boys she likes this boy who is 16 and he wanted to take her out, wanted to take her to the movies. I was totally against the idea and I told her that she was t- too young to be with a boy alone. This makes me wonder when is the right age? Is it 15, 16, 17, 18 or never? I'm going with never. I'm going with never. I am because here's the thing. Um, I'd say three I, months after you're married is when. I was, I was, um, I was a 16 year old girl once. Yes. And my dad let me go on a date. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he should have rethought that. <laughs> Maybe he should have. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I will say this. You that- were, you were the first. Well, I can't really call you a boy at that point, could I? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. No, I was I'm saying I can't. 20... You were 22. You were no longer a boy. Right. Um, I guess still in my mind, I'm knowing my dad. Can't fathom that he let me do that. I have no idea why. I, I don't either. I can't I believe I dated you. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, you were too young. <laughs> I appreciate I know you were too old. And it was just, you know. I was completely against it 100% of the way. I know. Yep. I know. So here's, um, it, it was, I don't think I was ready. Mm-hmm. So my answer my answer would be to know your child. Yeah. You know, for the oldest daughter, it might be 15 Mm -hmm. for the younger daughter. It might be 17, you know, and, and that's going to be difficult because they are expecting some kind of, you know, well, she got to, or, you know, but I think that really it is about, it's about knowing the child. Um, McKenna, we will never let that child date ever as long as she's under our roof. Why is that? Oh, because she's already picked out her husband. Nice. (laughs) She is, she is in, finishing preschool and and she's dating in her mind you know um who's that ryan seacrest i actually know but she wishes that he would wait for her that's awesome and uh i told him honey by the time you're ready to you know date ryan he'll be old he'll be an old guy (laughs) he'll be an old dude and he won't want to date him anymore um but so i i i think that it'll have to be i don't know I don't give much thought to it. Well, you know, I, I think you answered perfectly. I, I, I don't think there is a right age. I, I think under 16 is, you know, anything under 16 might be pushing it for me just in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I think I think it has everything to do with with this whole situation of, you know, where they are in their maturity level and, and things like that. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about dating altogether the idea of dating 
you know, going steady with a boy or a girl and stuff like that. And my, in my mind, you know, what, what is, you know, the question is, what is the reason behind dating? What is the reason between boyfriend, girlfriend? I mean, um, you know, ultimately, you know, is, is this, is just, is this kind of like just uh, warming up to the idea of eventually getting married you know, if is is date does dating lead to courtship, and you know, is it courtship? You know, there are all kinds of questions, and of course, there's books out there. I think there was right. this guy named I don't know if his name was Josh McDowell or whoever this boy what or guy was or is. Um, he he wrote books like I Kissed Dating Goodbye or stuff right. like that. I remember hearing about those. I haven't read those books yet. I'm certainly probably going to get a little bit more into this, um, Jeremiah, when it comes to my, you know, when Megan's probably about four more years older. <laughs> but uh, I'm very happy right now that my girl, my little girl's not into boys completely like that yet. Yet. What? I think she may hide things from you more than you think. Well, I know. I mean, she's not into, she's not talking about, I want to go out on a date. Oh, no. That's what I'm talking about. I know. Obviously, she's. But- she's infatuated with boys and, and is takes interest in the fact that they might be interested in her. There's no doubt that that's going on, but I'm just saying she's not coming to me. It's like, Oh, I really want to go to this movie with so-and-so or so does Jeremiah, he, does he only have two girls? It says, he says, I have two daughters. I have two daughters. Okay. My oldest is going to turn 15. And I stand by my, I really think it's about knowing your, your daughter and about, um, about trusting her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more concerned about when I let my son date. Yeah. I, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> because it's just, I don't know. It, uh, yeah. It's going to be different for all of them. It's yeah. it's trusting them and knowing their maturity level and um, obviously knowing, knowing the boy, right. I think, is important. They're saying Joshua Harris is the name of the author okay. of that book. I knew it was Joshua something. Thank you very much, by the way. Um, but yeah, I, 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 Jeremiah, I think that I, I'm afraid you're going to have to suss that one out on your own. Uh, well, maybe not with your own. Hopefully, if you're married, that you can, right? You, the two of you can sit down and and kind of uh, judge that and make I think that decision. Even if, well, what? I think that my parents should have talked about it because they were on completely different sides of the spectrum as opposed to um or as it regarded me dating yeah and your dad loved me your mom hated me right and (laughs) um you know actually spent a good period of of time uh not speaking to my mom because Mm -hmm. she didn't like you and um or not really because she didn't like you but because of what she called me because i was dating you which was stupid and you know um it was so I, I think that they should have taken more of a co-parent. Um, yeah, you, your dad the, and your mom taking a co-parent thing. Uh, yeah, that's not necessarily something I think. I think my dad could have risen above it. I do. Yeah. I, I honestly, I do. Hmm. Do you know he thanked her on our wedding day? No. For having me. That's cool. Or for. Giving birth to you. Yeah. Bringing you. Into forth. his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. So uh, there's that, Jeremiah. I, I don't know if it was very helpful, but uh, <laughs> I, I just want to say my thoughts and my prayers are with you in this decision because, because I can't. I, I've got another. Why not start with a date at home? Like, yeah, you know, in the invite the boy over. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he's already done that. Right. So maybe she's now wanting to go to a movie without right. dad around. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be like, um, do you remember that episode of According to Jim where um, is Ruby the oldest daughter? Ruby yeah. goes on a date with a boy and I think she was 15 and the oh, boy yes. shows up in there. Well, first off, they assume that it's just like this little geeky boy, and, you know, but he shows up and he's tall. I mean, he's a lot taller than than uh, Ruby and he's a year older in a grade higher or something like that. And um, Jim follows them to the ice cream shop and yeah. actually dresses up in the mascot and beats him in the head and stuff. Yeah, I'd be that parent. That exactly. So would I. <laughs> that would be me. That's okay. So that would be you, and I'd be hiding in the bushes. Like yeah. I'm gonna be that dad that meets the boy at the door with the shotgun in the hand. No, you won't. I know. No, you won't. All right. So Kelly Bean okay. in our forum uh, writes this. I'd really like to hear about how Cliff proposed and your wedding day. <laughs> well, 
first and foremost, uh, we, we were both kind of young. Well, I was. Or she was. I wasn't. <laughs> you were. You were you, 17 you, at the time. Um, yeah. You would have been 17. Because it was December. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, December 95, well, I think I, wasn't it? Even, yeah. Even you were young. Yeah. For, for I mean, that's a big decision. Yeah. I hope that our kids don't make it that early. Mm-hmm. Certainly not as early as I did. But um, but I really hope that they, they wait a little bit longer because that's still really young. It is. Anyway, so I was yeah. 17. Yep. Um, it was it was at my house. I had my own house at the time. And <laughs> Okay. Clue number one that your daughter shouldn't be dating this guy. <laughs> when he has <laughs> his, own house. his own house. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, uh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? It's just you keep funny. doing that, and you well, you sorry. make my pen go crazy. I don't crazy. care what your pen does. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Erg. Okay, go ahead. So no, I gotta unclear all the errors that you just gave my computer. Oh goodness gracious! I'm sorry. I bang on the table. All right, I got. You it. should know that by now. Yes, I know it. Quit. So it was Christmas. It was. It was Christmas. All right. So basically I gave for Stephanie's Christmas gift is was her ring and I was going to propose to her that night and she basically got a huge gigantic box. I'm talking about this box was big enough that you could have put a television in it. Yeah. All right. And like the TVs back then were really big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so she had this huge gigantic box was, that was wrapped yeah. in wrapping paper. And when she unwrapped it and opened the box, inside she found a slightly smaller, smaller box, box that was gift wrapped. She unwrapped the gift wrapping and opened up that box only to discover yet another slightly smaller, smaller box. box. And she did this like five. Okay, no, six. Here, here's the my favorite one was when I opened the box and found like the weight. Like, do you remember you had put like, oh, uh, yeah, for, like uh, bricks bit. or something or no, it, it was it was a circle weight. It, oh, yeah. From, from lift, the bench yeah. press. Yes, um, that's what it was. It, 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 there was a weight in it so that when I moved the box or felt it, it was heavy. Yeah. And um, so there was a 10 pound weight. I think it, 10 or 15. Anyway, that was my favorite mm-hmm. was the box that opened and had the weight in it. She had to pull out the weight. You like that? that that's my favorite. Box. All right. Yeah, nice. Thank you. You're welcome. So inside of these boxes were precedingly smaller boxes mm-hmm. all the way down until you got into a rather tiny box. Mm-hmm. And it was gift, individually gift wrapped. All of these were gift wrapped. And then she opened this one up. And inside this little tiny box was stuffed. I mean, I'm talking about. I didn't think. Crammed. Okay. Like, seriously, I'm surprised that it fit. Yeah. And it was a stuffed bear. It was a it was a full sized stuffed bear. Well, the full size, like um, you know, like normal like teddy bear size. Teddy bear size, right? But it but it was in a little tiny box. I mean, it was <laughs> squished. And it was so tiny. So here, Stephanie's going through and oh, doing all of these, and she pulls out and she and she's and I'm like, thinking, "I'm thinking, you spent more money on boxes than you spent on the bear." Yeah. No, I wasn't thinking that, but. But basically easily could have. So did you think that by the end of this, you pull out the bear? Did you think what were you? Thinking? I thought I missed Christmas at my mom's for this. No, <laughs> I, I it was cute bear. It's cute bear. I still have the bear, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because it's still not um, stitched. So I, I get the bear and I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, playing up. I'm bringing up with him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't remember what I was thinking at that moment. Honestly, right. I don't. But I let um, I let you sit there for a few minutes thinking that that there. was your gift, right. right? You did. And then um Did I tell you to squeeze the I bear or something? Squeeze it or turn it over or something. Anyway, he had he had taken a utility knife and slit the back of the bear. <laughs> like <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's mean. He defiled the bear. And um, inside there was a jewelry box, the small square, you know, jewelry box. I'm thinking earrings. Honestly, I thought you got me earrings. Mm-hmm. I would have never in a million years opened or thought that it was an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember what I was thinking when I opened the bear. But I do remember when I got the box thinking that it was earrings. And then I opened it and I asked her to marry me. He asked me to marry him. And she said, no. 
And I ran screaming from the house. No. I said yes. And then I said, oh, crap. I got to go home and tell my dad. (laughs) 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 Which I waited until the next morning. And which is funny because um, my dad is one of those strange men who is oddly. I know. (laughs) That's funny. my dad is oddly observant Mm -hmm. and he actually noticed the ring on my finger when I got home that night. Although I waited until the next day to tell him. Yeah. So he already knew. And then my friends, we were married about eight and a half months later. Right. Mm, August 17th, 96. So yeah. So that, that is how, um, we were engaged and how I proposed. And we'll have to talk about the wedding day. Yeah. We'll have to talk about the wedding day another day. Because that was quite a day. Exactly. So anyway, let's see here. The, oh, just one other thing. Can you make a note? We can talk about that next time. Uh, yeah. That way we can finish that. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to run out of time to. Yeah. I'm just going to put down here. And then was there another one in there? Our wedding day. All right. I'm hitting save. All right. um, The only other note that I have here is, and I think we mentioned it last week. Oh, my goodness. Something happened. Uh, Let me hit just uh, refresh. Okay. um, Last week we had mentioned that we have a uh, book that we are going to start reading. Yes. Uh, called we should have time to start reading it next week. <laughs> right. Love and War by uh, John and Stacey Eldridge. Uh, we have not yet started to read this no, book. No, I read the introduction. Oh, you did. Okay, Was it tell- the introduction? Yeah, go Is ahead that and what tell I read? us about it then. Um, I, really, I really enjoyed the introduction because it is um, Stacey who wrote it, but a lot of it she is quoting like um, the message from a wedding that John is officiating. Okay. Okay. So they are, she, she's quoting a lot of what he's saying. And then she's explaining how she feels and, and what she's thinking while sitting in this wedding ceremony. And so I really enjoyed the way it was written. Um, I'm seriously looking forward to starting it with you next week. And, um, kind of bummed that we haven't started it yet, but I understand that our lives have just been, Crazy, leading crazy out of whack, but um, everything's ending. All shows are ending. We should be doing nothing but reading every night from now on. That's awesome. So uh, Love and War, by the way, you can pick it up from our sponsor. We want to say very special thank you to our sponsor, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. In fact, uh, we want to encourage you to go to gspn.tv slash love and war. Uh, all one word and it's love a n d war so gspn.tv slash love and war will take you exactly where you can purchase this book if you're interested uh, from mardell.com make sure that whenever you buy anything from mardell.com you use the promo code gspn in the shopping cart you'll get 10 percent off and it communicates to them that you know their sponsorship is working here uh, as far as uh, some return on their investment in not only getting the word out brand recognition and also helping to fulfill the mission of their company and our our network here but also the fact that there is a little bit of a dollar return on that as well which things are going extremely well by the way they are yeah things are going really and well. and uh daryl when you listen to this will you do us a favor will you uh on the product page for gspn will you add love and war to that absolutely um it's john right in the chat room okay that, that, that's okay as asking will you be reading it on your ipad uh, and no, no, he won't. Um, we actually got the book from John and Stacy because we're going to review it and they offered it for, for free. Mm-hmm. And so we got it that way and they, they mailed it to us and I will be reading it to him. Yes. Which is my favorite way to read. Although I may actually buy the book in Kindle version. Yes. And read and along, along and read it along with you. Right. So. But I read out loud anyway, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of fun for you to be there. And Yeah, I'm very much interested in the conversations that you and I will have. And so we will probably be bringing a lot of that discussion here into Family from the Heart over the next coming weeks. Uh, and so if you want to have the book, you can do that to follow along. Anyway, uh, and if you want to see a list of all the things, all the products that we recommend from our sponsor, I, and even if you don't want to see, if you just want to see how awesome Mardell is uh, and how, how good of a relationship we have with them, 
just for just a second, go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. It is awesome. I, I, I tell you, I love them more and more every day. It looks great. Mardell.com slash G-S-P-N. Thank you, guys. All right, Stephanie, you are going to read a very lengthy email that's going to end the show here today. I am. And uh, I, I was super delighted to get this email. This is Emma's email. <laughs> Sorry. It's just funny. Emma's email. Emma's email. There we go. Okay. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. Emma here from, is it Lufkin, Texas? Um, And I guess this is about family from the heart, but it's kind of just a general feedback for all of GSPN. I tried to leave a voicemail, but I couldn't fit everything I wanted to say into one message. So I thought this would be easier. Here's in parentheses. Now I'm finished typing it and I actually said so much more than I ever intended to. So I got really carried away when I typed this and made this into a super long letter. I still hope you read all of it. But just warning you, it's quite long. So I'm sorry for that. Okay. Getting started. So I started out just listening to the free uh, Grey's Anatomy that um, feed that I found through iTunes, which led me to the Twilight podcast you guys started not too long ago, which led me to become a Plus member so that I could hear all of the Plus member only episodes of those two podcasts. Good job on casting the bait there, guys. Sorry. (laughs) She puts a wink. Nice. I like it. Okay. Um, And I only listened to those despite all of the feedback and shameless plugs for full-time mom and family from the heart, even going so far as to listen to episodes over and over again, instead of trying out a different podcast. I guess I was afraid that they were going to be boring since they aren't entertainment podcasts based off of something that I already like, like the aforementioned podcast. And I think I was also afraid that they might be preachy, like, uh, um, like they were, Um, Like they would be sermons, but about or related to family issues. Um, I am a Christian. I've been one for about two years now since I was 16, but I still really don't like people preaching at me outside of church sermons. And having been on the other side of Christianity, I know that a lot of times pushing God on people's faces when they're not necessarily expecting it can do more harm than good. Emma, you're right there. We totally agree, and that's Absolutely. exactly what we want to avoid here. In fact, um, we have two ep- two shows here that are completely faith-based, and of course, we don't hide those. I mean, it's called the Almost Daily Devotional and the About the Church podcast. Right. And even those shows, we we try to steer away from the preachy aspect. It, it's a, this, But yeah, Family from the Heart and, and all of the shows that we produce here, our desire is never to be preachy or to be overtly evangelistic in nature or anything like that. We're here to build community and relationships and to help and encourage and inspire people to be, to be different, to be better. And, uh, you know, many people will see that for Stephanie and I, we do turn to God for inspiration and for guidance in our lives and, and that we live by values and principles that are determined through our, uh, you know, as a result of our faith in, in Christ and, and, and some people say, you know what, I might want to investigate that a little further. And we're we're super excited about that. But it's but that's not an ulterior motive of ours no. at all. Uh, we just know that God has called us to do this, and He's called us to build relationships. And and that's and I'm glad that you found family from the heart to be that. Absolutely. Okay. But I was pleasantly surprised when I decided to give it a try. I started by listening to the Too Much Stuff series from the beginnings of Family from the Heart, which I loved and helped me to get started on purging my dad's hoarder-esque house and put on a huge garage sale just within a few weeks' time. I've even listened to it as I was decluttering. I then cautiously moved on to the Five Love Languages series because my friend had given me the singles edition like over a year ago, and I never read it outside of taking the little quiz thing and some brief online research. But that series made me fall in love with Family from the Heart as a whole. That's awesome. And now I've started from your most current podcast and am going to work my way back. I will be honest in saying that I do skip some of them, but I'm sure I will go back and listen to the others eventually. And after I go through all of those, which I assure you I will do very quickly, I can't wait to get started on pursuing a balanced life. 
Um, I've already listened to the newest Biggest Loser episodes, the ones with the new format, which I love so much better since I don't watch the show, full-time mom, etc. Okay, I listen to them while I'm driving, cleaning, as I'm going to sleep, instead of having the TV on like I used to, which <laughs> usually with episodes of Grey's that I've seen a billion times. And I'll even go back to the next, I'll even go back the next time that I listen to the last thing I remember being said before falling asleep. Wow. And pick back up from there so I don't miss anything. And I love that it's not preachy at all, but instead you guys just naturally incorporate your faith in your everyday lives and you don't apologize apologize for it either, nor should you. You are not trying to be evangelist, but you're just talking about everything that is going on in your lives and your take on whatever topics the audience wants to hear about. And in the way... In a, in and the way. in a way that you guys know. Ah, uh, yeah. And that is going to naturally incorporate your faith. And I love when it does because it oftentimes will make me think of these everyday things on a spiritual level that I doubt I would have before. I know that I ramble and put things that could probably be said in two sentences instead into a giant paragraph. So if you guys want to read this on air or something, feel free to edit and condense and paraphrase. <laughs> never, Emma. Never. Okay. So I just really adore Family from the Heart and really all of the podcasts that you guys do. And I love the fact that it's your career. And I hope that that does not change for a long time. Podcasts seem to be kind of like hairdressers. It's hard to find a stable one. By the time you find someone you like... You go to make an appointment with them and they don't work at the salon anymore. Or in this case, they either officially ended the podcast or just haven't updated in months or years or quit soon after you start listening to them. By the way, on that note, now that Lost is ending, please bring back Grey's Anatomy podcast next year. Or even better, it'd be amazing if you guys could go back and do catch up podcast where y'all left off in season six. Just a note on that. We are going to watch the season finale of Grey's Anatomy and we're going to give just one episode that will cover everything that we've seen since we left right. off and the finale. We're just going to kind of just do an episode. We're just kind of talk about the season and the finale. Yeah. 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 Alrighty. Moving along. Ready? Yep. Okay. Also, I thought you guys would like to know that since there have been a few books on my to buy list, I've decided to take some of the profits from my garage sale, which probably wouldn't have happened without the Too Much Stuff podcast. And went out of my comfort zone of ordering from Amazon and decided to order them from Mardell.com. Awesome. I'm really glad I did it too. Not only were the prices awesome, even without the GSPN discount, but even more so with it. But it's true what y'all say about the shipping. I ordered the books late Sunday night, which means they didn't receive the order until Monday morning, and they arrived at my apartment complex today, Wednesday morning. If I had ordered from Amazon, it would have been at least a week. I ordered too much stuff, wild at heart, in hopes I can understand my dad and other men, past, present, and future better, and maybe I can even get him to read it. The Case for Christ Student Edition a book that I found when I was browsing through the bargain books section that looked very Lord of the Rings-esque called A Wolf Story, a novel of savage conflict and desperate faith, and a book that I cannot wait to start called Crazy Love, Overwhelmed by a Relentless God, which I would love for you guys to cover in daily devotional or about the church, even if it's <laughs> just about the subject matter as opposed, as opposed to a chapter-by-chapter -chapter podcast series, though that would be awesome too. The about the church. I'm sure she's going to get to it and, and hear some of the things I had to say about Crazy Love. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just glad that you got the book and not the audio book right. of Crazy Love. Sleepy time for the audio book. Stephanie and I are, are what, halfway through the book? We're, I think we're going to finish it up here. We're about halfway through. We'll, we'll finish it up here soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so not only was ordering from Mardell.com beneficial for myself, but it felt great to know that I am not only contributing to a great company, but also in knowing that in some small way, I am helping out you guys by showing them that their sponsorship of your show is truly worth it and that they should definitely continue for as long as the podcast lives. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you very much. It's, it's amazing. Okay. As far as topics go, I don't know if this would fit in with family from the heart, almost daily devotional or about the church, but I'd love you guys to talk about if you haven't already 
if you have a desire or are leaning one particular way or another in a decision you have to make or anything in that in that vein vein okay how to distinguish whether it's something that you whether it be your heart or your mind or your flesh want or something that is god-driven something that god has placed on your heart to want or go after and wants for you. All right. So basically I'm going to just start with how to discover whether something is from you or from God or is God driven. I am going to put that down as a future topic. Okay. So I got to find that paragraph in here. Uh, let's see here. Keep going. I'll, I'll do this while you're right. reading on. Also, um, maybe in family from the heart, you could talk about when children are almost like parents to their own parents and the conflicts on both sides that can bring up from both parties and how to deal with said conflicts. Or you could talk about how, uh, despite the social stigma saying otherwise, that college truly is not for everyone, either at all or how far, how for some it might be better to not go to college immediately after high school. Maybe how to discover whether or not it is the right option for you. And likewise for parents, how to recognize if as much as you may want them to, college might not, might not actually be the best option for your child. I, for example, was absolutely miserable my first year of college and felt like an absolute failure because I couldn't cut it. But I was only there because my parents made me. After some soul searching, I decided to take charge of my own life and I enlisted in the Navy and I couldn't be happier about my future. A friend of mine decided to take a couple of years to go do missions in Africa with the possibility of college after she has matured a little and experienced the world and found a little bit more, found out a little bit more about herself. I know another guy who skipped off to Italy after high school graduation with nothing but the clothes on his back and worked as a bartender until he got his foot in the door in the tour guide business and is now one of the most lucrative European tour guides on the whole continent. No joke. So there are other acceptable and successful options without having to work some living wage job like retail waitress or bank teller for the rest of your life. And I feel like not enough people, teens and parents alike, know that. Okay, like I said before, I ramble. And I type so much more than I ever intended to. So again, I'm sorry. I'll try to stop now. Keep up the amazing work. You guys are incredible. And I am proud to be a Plus member. It is more than worth $10 a month. I can't wait until you guys start your review of Breaking Dawn, which I hope you guys extend as much as possible because I don't want it to end. And I hope y'all bring back the Grey's Anatomy podcast as soon as you can, Emma. All right. P.S. If you guys do move to Tennessee and in the future, either one of your girls uh, hone that artistic nature into something legitimate, some legitimate music skills slash talent, I highly recommend Belmont University in Nashville. It's my dream school, one of the best music schools in the nation and one of the best nursing schools in Tennessee. And it's a private Christian college and they are very faith-based. When I toured there, I saw at least five Bible study groups going on and even the college residents themselves told me that if I was looking for a party, I'd have to go down the street to Vanderbilt University. It was amazing. Heck, they should go even if music isn't their thing. It's just a great school all around. Though it does boast a hefty price tag. There you go. All righty. Well, I'll tell you what, Emma, it Sorry. is so exciting to get your email. I am very thankful for everything that you wrote. And I'll tell you what, that email right there, Stephanie, is going to be stapled and put on our absolutely our, our wall over here. And, and by our wall, we have a huge, gigantic cork board with tons of letters and postcards. I think it's time for another one. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's time to actually just pull all that down and reorganize it. You think? Yeah, because I've, when we first started out, I just randomly put them on there. Okay. You know, to make it fill up fast. But I think I could probably do that in such a way that it would look a lot better and stuff. Okay. But anyway, uh, those are the questions. Those are the everything that we're going to cover in this episode. And I'll tell you what, um, as far as how to distinguish something that you or God wants you to do, um, we'll talk a little bit about that le- next week. I don't know if I have the exact answer, but I can certainly tell you things that in hindsight, we definitely know were God's decision for us and versus our own. Um, and, and just some ideas about what we might think of when we go through that process. 
Another one uh, is, you know, I love the concept of, of this idea of college, whether or not it's right for every right. student. So Absolutely. we'll talk about that as well next week. So we got plenty of things to do. If you want to give us a call and give us your feedback, 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number, 859-795-4067. We look forward to hearing to you, to you guys, from you guys, whatever. <laughs> Just give us a call. Hey, and for those of you who are traveling from all over the world and all over the U.S. to come and see us this weekend, we'll see you in a few days. I know. For our Lost Some series finale. Tomorrow. I know, tomorrow even. Anyway, God bless you all. We'll talk to you next week. And then, until then, join, join the, the community. community.